TheItSpot.com I laugh at dead people. What kind of dead drug do you take me for? I was intoxicated. No, I'm not drunk, madam, but you give me an idea of very bad habit. Muffining. You're listening to Air Out My Shorts with Preston Buttons and the Word Horn. Yay! I hear ice cubes. Yeah, I just happen to have ice. It's not something I normally actually have. I've told you a million times how to make it. I don't know why you don't write down the recipe. Congratulations on getting more callback work. Uh, yeah, it's been uh, it's been a little slow. Still, that's four times, right? That was number four, yeah. But three of them were, well, I mean, in terms of billable weeks, there was... Uh, one call, and then there were two days in another week, and then nothing for a week, and now I've got one day, so unless they call me, like, now, then I'm only going to have one day of work. Sure, but that you're looking at it the wrong way. You only just got on the list to be eligible for this work, right? Yeah. It really wasn't and, that and long I, ago. I missed a And call, you've already yes. had four jobs. That's Yeah, that's true. That's Although I, I missed good. a call yesterday, so that won't go good on my record that's oh sure. how did that happen um i didn't get the call shit that's not good how did you not get the call were you sleeping were you drinking i was sleeping mm, that's not good no well, more sleeping the thing is is i wasn't expecting one i was available but at the same time they call you generally the night before to let you know so this was another asap call i guess would have been a little more uh, prepared if I'd actually expected to get a call. I know, but you have to adjust your thinking. Just like when, if you're sleeping, crank your ringer up and put it near your head. and it's, Yep. It's like you're a fucking doctor. Yes, it is. <laughs> Maybe you can attach something to your phone so that it gives you a shock when it rings from that number. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, welcome back to Air Out My Shorts. Wiggle, 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 wiggle. I am the word whore. And pressing buttons. I work out. You work out? What? No, not really. No, you don't. Actually, that that reminds me of something that I've been kind of not looking forward to mentioning, but I think I kind of have to say it out loud. I was told this day would come. I've been warned, as you know, and I don't mean this to sound cocky because obviously I'm not remotely responsible for it, but I'm I'm rather genetically blessed in terms of body type. Uh-huh. I've always been able to eat and drink whatever the fuck I want without ever having to think about it. And, and always, I, always have. And always have. And I was told by almost every female member of my bloodline that, that the day would come, and they almost pinned it down to the age when I would have to suddenly worry about it, and then it would happen just like overnight. That day has arrived. Oh, my. Oh, my. But the thing is, it's like I'm torn because I'm kind of giddy because I'm loving all this extra meat on my ass. Which, you know, I never really had much of one. And now it's like, oh, oh my jeans look really awesome. I've, I've got fucking baby got back. I'm excited. The problem is I don't like at all what's going on in the frontal region. 
because my formerly perpetually flat stomach that people used to get pissed off at me for is is um, suddenly not so much. Mm. I'm, get, I'm getting a little bit of um, muffining happening. Oh my! When I sit down, I mean, it's still it's still relatively under control, but. Fuck, I'm going to have to call Angry Phone Guy and get him to give me some very specific, I don't want to lose the extra meat on my ass, but I would like to get my stomach back to where it was two weeks ago. You know, the thing is, is that you've got to work now on maintenance and it's, <laughs> it's not going to be easy. I so. know. There, I think there will probably be major lifestyle changes, which scares the fuck out of me. Mm-hmm. You'll have to not uh, eat. 10 pound hamburgers <laughs> Aww. or or drink uh, entire cases of beer. Fuck. None of that sounds good. It doesn't Just mean got... you have to go crazy because unless you want to lose a, a bunch of weight, but well, you will have really, to actually. It's not really about losing weight at this stage. It's, oh, no, it's, no. It's about toning. It's, you know, I can tell it's not, it's not actual. I don't think I've put on actual pounds per se it's oh you just, probably have it's just a distribution issue that suddenly shifted really quickly overnight no nah, you put you put on weight probably and uh, and probably not a, like you know obviously not a ton or anything like that but from now on it just it adds on so, mm. so you're not cheering me up whatsoever uh the truth hurts fuck Anyway, it's, I mean, I'm probably exaggerating. It's just, it's just a little tiny roll and I've never had any kind of roll. So, I mean, it's cute. I, I can pinch where I couldn't before. That's all it is. Mm. Anyway. Yeah. It's freaking me out a you, little. <laughs> fatty, fatty two by four. <laughs> couldn't get through the air duct. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm certainly consider myself lucky. I'm hoping I just need a little more exercise. I was as skinny as you. Oh, I know. I remember you skinny. And then when my metabolism decided to come screeching to a halt, which was probably around 30 or so. It happened to you quite some time ago. Yeah, but it happened very quickly. <laughs> yep. Anyway, that's not a good topic. Let's move on. <laughs> I'm very, very, I was so fucking excited that you found the drinking game. I don't know how you Thrilled lost the drinking game. to bits. I honestly thought it was on a server before we migrated to a new server, so I just didn't look. You know what I mean? I thought it was on wherever we hosted the itsbot.com before we registered airoutmyshorts.com. And I had no idea we still had it. We did. And it just wasn't called the drinking game. I had honestly never even looked for it because I just assumed it was long lost and gone. But I thought we should take a moment to just really quickly look at it because I'm shocked. I thought it would be completely useless and wildly out of date. There are only a few things, and, and be prepared if you're playing the drinking game right now at home, because this episode is going to be pretty heavy on the pounding. 
because I'm going to refer to specific things that I don't think we say anymore. Um, I don't think I say yummy very often. Mm. I can't remember the last time I said I'm not much for sports. I don't remember you ever saying that, but uh, I, I guess it's also variations of the same sure. thing, I guess. Yeah, of course. No, it's it's kind of loosely based on. Um, I can't remember the last time you said keep it going. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's been a long time. What? Uh, why would I say that? I don't know. I, I assume that meant that you were trying to... Probably in the early episodes, you were probably, tra- probably trying to get me back onto the story when I was meandering off on tangents. And at some point, you just gave up and let me go. I don't know. Um, keep it going. Keep it going. I, I hear you saying I, it in my head. Me too, but I think it was more of a technical thing, but I don't oh, know why. I don't know. No, I just assumed it was a, a pick up the pace which seems, you know, backward because usually I'm the one bugging you to wake up, wake the fuck up. Um, I don't remember the last time you said in any case, which freaks me out because that's an actual speech pattern thing that it doesn't make sense you would lose. I don't think you say it anymore. That's weird. I'm sure I do. But maybe honestly, just not so much on the show. Maybe. It's a strange one. Um,. I don't know why we have what else under you. Oh, probably because uh, it'd be like, what did you do this week? Oh, okay. Yeah. What else? What else? What else? I think I say that more than you do. Uh, possibly. Uh, what, oh, something else jumped out at me. Oh, air guitar. Ah, uh, We probably haven't said or referred to air guitar in years. But apparently at one point we did enough that it ended up on the drinking game. Well, that's because uh, our after hour spot isn't around anymore. So um, oh. me me being able to play air guitar doesn't happen quite as often. Nowadays. Ah, okay. See, I mistakenly thought it was a euphemism for masturbation. Well, it, you made it that. So we must have gone through a phase around the time that the rules for the drinking game were written when we talked about air guitar a lot. You always used air guitar as a euphemism mm-hmm. for masturbation. I got that from semen foreskin. But it actually comes from uh, late nights. Of of drinking. Yes. You used to go home drunk and play air guitar, but now you have Mrs. Buttons, so you don't have to. <laughs> he, she wrecked that rule. Ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> and the other one, well, lips, smacks lips. I don't know whether that was just something that I now edit out because they're unwanted. That um, I do or you? I don't know. I'm just saying it's on the rules, and now I'm thinking I probably just clip them out. I didn't realize it was a drinking. Oh, I know what it is. It's when what? you go. Do I do that? It's not for ages. You used okay. to do it all the time, I think. Okay, so I probably stop. I can't even do it. <laughs> yes, that. I don't remember ever doing that on the show for any reason, but Okay. And the and the sad one is the applause claps, which I am no longer a very avid clapper. Uh-huh. 
for obvious reasons. Oh, and you don't. Um, oh, if you 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 could well. I mean, you don't use your Zippo or tap your cigarettes anymore because now where you are recording from, you cannot smoke while we're recording. That is correct. Mm-hmm. Everything else, I believe, is still valid. Yeah. Some of them frequent. Anyway, it pretty pretty much holds up. I thought once we, if and when we ever found it, I would have to update it. I'm not going to. I'm actually going to try to remember the ones that we've let die and try to bring them back. Mm. Not not intentionally, just I'm just going to keep them in mind. The the bonus uh, drinks here pretty much always happen. Yeah. Yeah, that's a given. That's a given. Those those actually made me quite happy because uh, I love the fact that, you know, when it was written, we were in the same room and we were leaving the room because the bar was really fucking far away. That's right. And uh, now we could so easily cut it out because I just go five feet to my refrigerator and back or, you know, roughly the same distance to my bathroom and back. We could so easily just omit all that shit, but, you know, we don't because <laughs> we're lazy. <laughs> anyway, I'm excited. Tonight is our continuation of our Brian B. Doomed Lieberman two-part episode special extravaganza, which we are doing to congratulate. Congratulate? No. Congratulate. Congratulate him for graduating. Wow. I somehow merged the two words. You just made a word. Congratulation. Anyway, we're very proud of him. He's basically grown up with the show from 14 to now legal drinking age and graduated from university. So I can't speak for buttons, but I am feeling very maternal about this. It's crazy. It's it's like, you know, he's ready to fly out of the next. And we don't know what's going to happen, and we don't know what's going to come of it, but we're excited. Oh, you know what? This has I'll nothing to do with that. Listening, so we won't know. What was that? You kind of... I, I said probably he'll just stop listening because now he's too mature for the show. Yeah, that's uh, kind of what I expect to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, talking about making up words... This drives me fucking bananas, and it happens all the time. Uh, just talking about grammatical things that people do. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I wasn't going to mention this, but using then, T-H-E-N, instead of than. Like, when the fuck did that start happening? I know, that that makes me crazy. It then makes me crazy. Then is the way I pronounce it, just because it's my accent. It's, sure. it's not the way it's spelt, for fuck's sakes. Things like that make me crazy. You know that. That drives me crazy. But wait, but one that really baffles me, that nothing says, uh, I don't know. Stupid? <laughs> Just plain ignorance, is that when people are thinking wary or leery and say weary. Oh, They wow. combine two, two synonymous or roughly synonymous words together. Really? Together to use a completely different word that has nothing to do with it. When did that happen? Did uh, that happen? I, yeah, I, I know some people who say it, and, and I've seen it a few times. Okay. Well, I know Mumblebee's bad for stuff like that, but the the ones he has are... 
I've never I they're they're learned because I know they come from his mother. So I I forgive him and I don't get but but I I mean I'll giggle. He has two really distinct ones and they both come from his mother. Mm. Having to instead <laughs> of having to. And I I mean he gets it honestly, right? He grew up hearing her say it like that. Mhm. And he can't help it. He can't correct it. He's tried. Yeah. And he can't say phantom. He says phantom. Hmm. That's interesting. So I was really glad when that play stopped running in (laughs) Toronto. Because if he said phantom one more time, I was going to kill him. But Mm. uh, there are certain ones that are forgivable because I know they're learned. Like my mom has some really awful ones that make me crazy. But I try to ignore them. Because I know it's it's a learned speech pattern issue. Yeah. Like, there's no point in me getting frustrated, right? Yeah, and those, like, I mean, my those mom ones, will say painting instead of hurting. That, yeah, I don't have, I don't have problems with that because you know painting what, painting isn't a word. It's not a word, but it's a, it's a slang though. Uh, you I know, don't consider it slang. I consider it just a, you know, it's it's like saying itching when you mean scratching. I'm itching that. Right. <laughs> right? Those things really bother me. But if it's someone I know well enough to know that's just ingrained in their speech habits that it's just never going to be fixed. Or my, or my brother will say addicting instead of addictive. Uh, I don't actually. They still make me crazy. That you, you actually, your connection is not good. Oh, I'm sorry. Really? I'm moving around maybe a little too much. No. Are you running anything on your computer? No, but you're cutting in and out for me. Oh, really? Yeah. That's not a problem because I'm recording on this side. But, but yeah, that means our connection's kind of shit. Anyway, uh, the the thing is, is all those things that you that you're talking about that doesn't bother me as much as taking uh, wary I'm wary of or I'm leery of this person and using I'm I'm a little bit weary about this person you can be I've weary never, I've with never this heard person that used like that so it must be someone you're exposed to it's, it's got to be just one. one person who's doing it really no it's more than one for sure okay that's shocking. Because that's just wrong. Because I know someone, yes, who who would say it and it bothered me, and I know who that person is. But no, it it's it's come up a couple of times since then from different people. Ooh, you know what else is awful? Whirlwind. The number of people I hear, and like this is all over TV, usually reality TV, morons saying whirlwind. Uh, I've noticed it a lot in the last couple of years, and I think it's, well, I mean, the last more than a couple of years, unfortunately, because apparently reality television doesn't seem to be going anywhere. I thought it was a phase that we were going to outgrow quickly. Whirlwind. Uh-huh. That makes me nuts. That's funny. That's uh, I guess because if I was saying whirlwind, I would still say it whirlwind, <laughs> so... But what the well, the opposite is, has why happened. Would you, why would you ever say whirlwind? Uh, I mean, what does that even mean? Yeah, it doesn't mean anything except right. a wind, a wind that goes over the world. Or which, supposedly, all right, that's well, prevalent. We we should probably stop doing this. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I agree. But suppose suppose supposedly makes me insane. Before we start getting. That's, 
all of the... No, actually, uh, I think we should actually hang up and start again yeah. to read the story because you are cutting in and out like crazy and something's wrong. So I'm going to restart Skype and then we'll go right into the story. But uh, yeah, anyway, those things drive us nuts and uh, it's time to read a story. Yeah, I, I, I just wanted to say I wanted to stop talking about this just because... Uh, now we're going to get all kinds of comments on all the stupid things that we say. Oh, but, I'm sure we say tons. But then that's known. So I'm sure we say very stupid things all the time. In my defense, though, usually it's because I'm slurring or I'm just so drunk that I just, you know, <laughs> can't be responsible for the shit that's falling out of my mouth. Ah, ah. In any case, uh, so like, it doesn't help if I say that you're supposed to say it uh we have apathy and atrophy by brian lieberman this is part two uh so far what's been going on it's uh, a guy who's having a, a kind of a crappy time at university he's kind of disillusioned i, I yes. wouldn't say crappy time just disillusioned concerned about the cost and the benefits ratio if it's all worth it or not exactly that's how i took it anyway and uh do you know what was happening when we last left him um no me neither i remember something about fuck you and fuck you too that's where we last left off so that's where we shall continue from yes okay apathy and atrophy part two by Brian Bedoomed Lieberman. My ice cubes have melted. I am drifting through the cool night air, the wind rushing past my ears, through my hair, my shirt, my soul. I've always found the paradox of riding a bike to be one of the most exciting experiences. On my bike, I feel at once an intense calm and also a strong sense of danger. Riding fast through dark roads at night is not the safest thing in the world, and so in my tranquility I must be completely aware of my surroundings and always alert, ready to change course at any given moment. It reminds me of my whole collegiate experience, actually, except I have more control on my bike. I like I, control. Well, but... now I've got a problem here. I know it's fiction. But I, I don't think I approve of our little young Brian Lieberman riding a motorcycle. I think he's talking about his a bicycle. No, he's not. You don't get any ex sense of danger or excitement on a fucking bicycle. How would you know? When was the last time you were on a bicycle? <laughs> Better start hitting one now. Shut up, fucker. <laughs> I've been on a motorcycle a hell of a lot more than I've been on a bicycle. I know you don't get any sense of danger or excitement from a bicycle. He means motorcycle. Anyway, like I said, I'm feeling a little maternal and I'm worried about him being on a motorcycle. I would not worry about him on a bicycle. Well, this may or may not be a fictional story. Good point. I think it's based loosely on reality. I like control. Even when I release the handlebars, a slight lean to the left or right will guide my bike in the desired direction. 
those dark roads aren't as intimidating as the unlit corridors of my future with its unseen cars barreling toward me. I ride without destination for a few minutes. Then, tired, I stop at a bench to take in the night sky. Well, I take in what I can see. City lights blot out most stars, leaving the sky a sickly orange. Why is everything so damn bleak lately? Is it normal to have an identity crisis at 20? Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> I had one at 20. I didn't. And 25, 30. Mine all happened around 36-ish. Oh, identity crisis. I don't know. I was thinking more like midlife crisis. Mm. Yes, <laughs> that's different. That's supposed to only happen at midlife. Oh. But midlife can be different for everybody. I am staring at the ground across the street from me when I see it. The pale orange sky reflects off a puddle on the ground, but there is something more. Is that a hand? I get up to take a closer look, and I see out of the corner of my eye that someone else has the same idea. She's a little shorter than me, maybe five and a half feet, with short, dirty blonde hair. We look at each other with the same expression of concern and trepidation. And yeah, even at a time like this, I find myself checking her out. Of course he does. Realizing that, I force myself to stop. Oh, but she's cute. No, stop. I shake my head, thankful that she wasn't looking at me anymore. Rather screaming at the dead man at our feet. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. I wonder what her major is. <laughs> Ta-da. The look on Dylan's face is interesting. I had been wondering how he would react to my story, and it seemed I was spot on. He is trying not to laugh, the few outbursts pregnant with disbelief. He is wide-eyed and has absolutely no idea what to do with his hands, so they sort of twitch and flail a bit before simply falling to his sides. The most popular word right now appears to be an exasperated what? Followed by an uncomfortable chuckle. Yeah, I say. Just lying there. The guy's an English professor. Gordon or something like that. I believe he taught Shakespeare courses. Anyway, I never had him, but I heard he was pretty good. Shit, dude, that's crazy. I don't really know what to say in situations like these, or even how to feel. My apathy concerns me, but then again, I've become so apathetic to everything lately that I barely care to be concerned. So I shrug and decide to call it an early night. Not even drugs put me to sleep. I must have fallen asleep at some point because I jerk awake to the incessant ring of my phone. I look at the number, but don't recognize it. Hello? Hi, Mr. Taranto. Oh, joy. More electric babble to start my day. Yeah? You spoke to one of our representatives yesterday about prerequisites? Yeah. We have been going over your case, and while it does appear as though the class you need to take is not on the registers list, it appears as though you can take the class you want in the spring if you first take Lit 4138, assuming there are spots available. It is a Shakespeare course with Professor Gordon. Registrars. Yes. 
fuck it, I'm not reading it again. <clears throat> Gordon? I know, I, I do. I actually, I was going to say I do that all that that all the time, but. I, yeah, how, of, how often are you required to read Registrar's uh, Office? Uh, not very often. Where are we? Gordon? Yes, Profess. I'm sure there will be plenty of spots available. Thank you very much for your time. I hang up and bury my head in my pillow. When I next wake up, I can just feel that it's way too late in the day. I'd like to say I had great dreams full of revelation, but the only dim memory I have is of a squirrel and a hacky sack. What the hell is up with that? I think even my subconscious is apathetic. Hmm. Hacky sack. <laughs> Squirrel. I slowly roll out of my bed and make my way to the kitchen. Another one of my roommates, Navid, is cooking some eggs. He looks up at me and I can tell that he has no idea how to bring up the events of last night. I just nod knowingly and shrug. So do you know how the guy died? He asks. Not really. He was cut up pretty bad, so I'm guessing knife and blood loss. Gross. Yep. I chuckle. He laughs, and before we know it, we're cracking up. What are you guys laughing at? Dylan heard us and came to see what was up. Dead people! I exclaim, laughing. Dylan chuckles and shakes his head. <laughs> I'm sitting in the dean's office. I've never been here before, so I'm staring at the bookshelf lined with big, intense-looking books that I'm sure I should read at some point. I wonder how many are merely facade, never even opened other than to be signed by the author. Three men walk in, and other than the officer, I have no idea which of them is the dean. In fact, I only know the dean's name from the tag on his door a name I recognized from various emails I disregarded. Part of me was curious as to which one of them was Dean Gregory Arnold. The other part of me realized that it didn't really matter. Michael, right? says one of the men. He is a small, wiry man with large, round spectacles and thin white hair. His handshake, however, is strong. You don't want to call him bespeckled? Bespeckled? <laughs> Never mind. Be spectacled. <laughs> I was I was trying to figure out what. Uh... Now every time you say spectacles, I'm gonna think of somebody covered in spots. <laughs> it's funny when you said be speckled. I was kind of like, uh, no. Why would I want to do that? But I didn't see what was wrong. <laughs> um, his handshake, however, is strong. I assume he's the dean. That's a handshake you keep strong to weasel your way around bureaucracy and climb ladders bureaucracy is hard to say and harder to deal with the other man is younger however his brown hair is sparse atop his head his handshake pales in comparison to arnold's and he introduces himself as professor waldorf mm, i'd kill for a waldorf salad right now the cop's name tag reads farley he nods at me when i look this i am comfortable with a combined seven years of teenage, high school, and collegiate mentalities have led me to dislike police officers, completely without reason. Walnuts, apples, grapes, in a mayonnaise sauce. I am actually fucking starving. Me too, suddenly. 
I think this was a conversation the last time. Probably. Maybe we're just always starving. Mm. But I'm going to starve myself until my little belly goes away. Mm. I assume you know why you're here, says Arnold. Yeah, witness and all that stuff. There was a girl there, too, you know, I say. I'm hoping they've called her in here, too. My imagination runs wild with images of dinners, movies, sex, and laughter. I'm way too damn romantic sometimes. <laughs> I like the order of that. That's funny. It does it all happen at the same time? Mm. And does the laughter follow the sex in a bad way? Or, or... Oh, sh- damn it. I really have to pee. I'm going to try to get through the next paragraph, but it's a really long one. What if you're eating dinner at the movies while having sex and laughing about it? I could do that. (laughs) That sounds like fun. The girl never came. Maybe it was for the better. Less distraction and more witness account. Though I couldn't give much since I just found the body. Dean Arnold seemed more interested in reassuring me that the situation was under control and that there was a full investigation in progress. Rumor control, perhaps. I felt somewhat detached from myself during the whole charade. You say charade, I say charade. I was just going to say, should I have said charade? I never say charade. I'm, I'm currently very upset with our fellow Canadian. I don't want to talk about it. Never mind the French. I keep thinking of that girl and her scream. It was no longer the high-pitched squeal it had once been. Rather, now in my head dwelled a silent scream, a scream of unfathomable injustice. I should get Mumblebee on the phone so he can say that sentence for us. (laughs) Never to reach the ears of those who have the power to quell it. I am the only one they hear. A quiet, bored, apathetic boy who can't find his place in this world. A boy who wants to think himself a man. If only he didn't have to bear the responsibilities of one. Good job. (laughs) A boy who cares more about what that girl thinks of him than the death. Of a professor. The end. And that was part two of Apathy and Atrophy by Brian B. Doomed Lieberman, Esquire. And quite a good story it was. I liked it very much. And now I really, really, really have to pee. Okay. Be right back. The word horse leaving the room. Everybody's going to be real drunk after this episode. Go for it. Drink. I'm going to type into my computer now. It's exciting. Not really. Kind of boring, actually. It's amazing what computers can do. And it's so ridiculous what people do with them. That's all I have to say about that. You can hear running the water in the background instead of leaving the door open and peeing like I would. Oh, you can hear the toilet flush. Archie Bunker moments. (laughs) 
Yeah. Jeez, uh, Edith. Jiggling the handle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure none of that came through okay. Oh, yeah, it all did. Good. I had to jiggle the handle because my toilet runs. If I don't, it's still running, but who cares? Oh, I'm getting a little drunk. Alrighty. I've been playing the drinking game the whole time we've been recording. Uh-huh. It's a little scary. Uh, anyway, thank you, Be Doomed, and, and thank you for allowing us to break your story in two. I know that really fucks with the flow of things, but it was too goddamn long. So now what? Now what? Uh, well, normally we would make a phone call. But tonight is a special exception because tonight we're actually waiting for a phone call from our accountant who will be telling us who is the winner of the first ever Air Up My Shores raffle ever. Yay! Yay! Applaud. Yay! Are you doing like the back... uh... Um, the, I'm the actually, douche applaud. You, you uh, so don't want to know. I was smacking my shoulder with my <laughs> left hand. Smacking my right shoulder with my left hand. They have started a new technique on me recently um, using this piece of airplane metal. I don't know what that even means, aircraft metal. But um, it looks like a shoehorn. I don't know what the proper name for it is. If anybody knows, let me know. And they're trying to release scar tissue, which goes from my wrist all the way down to my elbow. And basically what they do is they just scrape the motherfucking bejesus out of it. And it all turns like, basically it looks like hickeys wherever there's scar tissue. Yeah. Are you going to doctors or is this? (laughs) Yes. I'm not going to witch doctors or anything creepy, silly. But uh, yeah, they... They apparently need to release the scar tissue. What do you mean, release the scar tissue? I thought, like, I thought you just, well, like, what's with your elbow to wrist? Apparently it's all connected. I don't know how it works, man. I'm not a doctor. I only play one on TV. No, but is this visible scar tissue? No, it's internal scar tissue. Okay. All right. Right. That makes a little more sense. Yeah. All the way down from, like, if you turn your right hand palm up. Mm Mm-hmm. And look at your arm from the base of my pinky, the, you know, that pad in the palm of your hand under there. It's like one of only two muscles in your hand. That muscle's dead. Okay. And everything from that, from the wrist down to my elbow, everything beneath that is scar tissue all the way to my elbow. Okay. So they're trying to release that so that I have less pain and more mobility in my wrist and upper arm i see because it's all stiffening up and atrophy it's atrophying is atrophying a word i don't know Uh, i don't know but again i like the story tie-in so we're trying to (laughs) unatrophy there we go we're making up words Anyway, yeah, it's cool, but right now it's so unbelievably black and blue from those treatments, which they told me not to freak out about. It's totally normal and to be expected. 
but it's just ugly, ugly. Hmm. Well. Yeah. So yeah, we got sidetracked. We're in any to, case. I mean, in any case, we're supposed to be announcing the raffle winner. Yay! Yay. It, so as soon as it's 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, our accountant is going to call and tell us who won. And uh, just so that it's not weird afterward, which it will be, um, we're actually recording the episode to go with this announcement before that announcement. So we won't be referring to the winner by name after we know the winner because we don't know the winner yet. Does that make sense? It does. Okay, good. So accept our apologies. We will say your name next episode. We can't do it on this one. We will just be saying, congratulations, raffle winner. How do we make a a phone calling in sound? We don't have that, do we? Shit. I'll have to find one. Okay. And and bingo balls and excitement and fanfare. Hello, listeners. Greetings, buttons, and good evening, horror. My name is Roberto Escobar Fly, the official accountant for the Air Out My Shorts podcast, reporting from the prestigious accounting firm of Ernest and Hemingway. The winner of the first ever Air Out My Shorts summer raffle, ever, and the new owner of the painting, Airwaves, by the word horror, is... Drum roll fanfare loud applause much rejoicing. Ken Gallo from Brookfield, Wisconsin, United States. Congratulations, Ken Gallo. By the way, we're touring buttons. We need to talk. You have created a tax nightmare with this stupid motherfucking raffle. You need to consult me before you morons do something like this ever again. Fuck you both very much. Thank you. Good night. Congratulations, raffle winner. Yay! Congratulations, raffle winner. I promise I will absolutely finish and ship the painting as soon as humanly possible. And be patient with me, because I'm a little slow, because I'm a little bruised. Oh, shit. And by the way, okay, before you say call our audio comment line, the fucking Skype number is up for renewal again. And if people don't start using it, I'm going to turn it off. I mean, I need people to start using it. Nobody ever fucking calls it. Ever, ever, ever. Yeah, it's been ages since we've actually had comments on it. Why don't they? Because no one listens to the show. Don't say that. I think it's because they're shy. I prefer to think it's because they're shy. Okay. Stop being shy. Call. Call audio comment line at 30576shows. That's 30576shows as in shows me your. Dead professor. Ew. <laughs> Ew. Good night. Ciao. You've been listening to Air Out My Shorts with Preston Buttons and the word whore. Air out your shorts by sending your short stories to shorts at theitspot.com or visit us at our website at theitspot.com. Air out my shorts! My shorts! Thank you.
you to everyone who participated in our first ever summer raffle, ever. Tickets were purchased by the following kind listeners and generous friends of the show. Chad Frilly from Johnson City, Tennessee, United States. Terry Mason from West Kelowna, British Columbia, Canada. Arlene Shapiro from Beta Harbor Islands, Florida, United States. David Thomas from Inez Monday, United Kingdom. Bonnie Baker from Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Steve Scheimer from Sydney, New York, United States. Brendan Paget from Glen Allen, Virginia, United States. Howard Revan from Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Susan McNeil from Brussels, Ontario, Canada. Desiree O'Neill from New York, New York, United States. Stephen Neely from Avondale Estates, Georgia, United States. John Morley from De Plains, Illinois, United States. Kyle Nishioka from Kanyoe, Hawaii, United States. Tom Davies from Los Angeles, California, United States. Russ Matthews from San Francisco, California, United States. Fred Wolk from Manassas, Virginia, United States. Alton Robertson from Brooklyn, New York, United States. Nigel Gregory from Hong Kong. Robert Pinter from St. James, New York, United States. Amber Caputo from Chicago, Illinois, United States. Chi Xiang Yen from Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Lisa Windler Cox from Derwood, Maryland, United States. Gary Greiner from Madison, Alabama, United States. Chris White from Rotherham, South Yorkshire, United Kingdom. Andrew Dowdy from London, United Kingdom. John Burroughs from Merseyside, United Kingdom. David Thomas from Inez Monday, United Kingdom. Ken Gallo from Brookfield, Wisconsin, United States. Sharon Miller from Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Aiton Zweig from York, United Kingdom. Jeffrey Engel from Macomb, Illinois, United States. Karina Wallace from Tyler, Texas, United States. James O'Dell from Auburn Hills, Michigan, United States. Elizabeth Davison from La Plata, Maryland, United States. John Leonard from Astoria, New York, United States. Robert Zavernsky from Houston, Texas, United States. Maria Elena Armenta from Cancun, Mexico. Jeffrey Engel from Macomb, Illinois, United States. Kurt Lombard from Letterkenny, County Donegal, Ireland. Kevin Mann from Queensland, Australia. Grant Cameron from Melbourne, Australia. Daniel Outerbridge from Miami Beach, Florida, United States. Eduardo Escalante Paniego from Distrito Federal, Mexico. Jeremy Hall from Fort Worth, Texas, United States. David Bayer from Albuquerque, New Mexico, United States. Anita Warburton from Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Carl Custer from Long Island City, New York, United States. Jeremy Avery from Charlotte, North Carolina, United States. Ellsworth Dansby from Athens, Illinois, 
United States. Joyce Horowitz, from Miami, Florida, United States. Brian Glauser, from St. Peter's, Missouri, United States. Sherry Holbert Littner, from Miami, Florida, United States. Scott Lear, from Park Ridge, Illinois, United States. Walnuts, apples, grapes in a mayonnaise sauce.